Hello and welcome to the Daily Phys Ed for Tuesday the 5th of September and today I am celebrating the first day of school. It was the first day with students here at Meadowridge School in British Columbia, Canada and what a day it was. Thank you to everybody for tuning in to the Daily Phys Ed if you've listened before. You will know that the Daily Phys Ed is a daily physical education podcast where I'll be sharing reflections on my teaching, tips, techniques, strategies, resources, you name it, all things physical education on a daily basis every day that school is in session. There was no episode yesterday as it was Labor Day here um, in Canada, so public holiday spent with the family and getting ready for today. As I said, first day of school with students Um, at a brand new school so there was a mix of nerves and excitement more excitement than nerves I think um, on my my part I think I've been teaching for uh, I think this is my 10th or 11th year of teaching now Um, so I sort of feel like I know what I'm doing to an extent um, and I've changed schools enough to to sort of know what um, a new school or a new, um, new job looks like however I think there are still obviously nerves um, that creep in, especially with this new position as this is a position that I hope to be in for a long, long time. Having recently uh, relocated to Canada with my family after being overseas for a number of years in Singapore, Italy, Cambodia and the UK, um, sort of in short term um, times. I think five years in Singapore was the longest stint that I did anywhere since I left Australia in 2007. So hoping that this job here in Canada will be something that uh, will be a long-term position for me and will be something that, you know, I could see myself doing for 10, 15, 20 years. Um, So yeah, the nerves were there definitely making sure or hoping that today went well. Um, The morning was spent uh, with a whole school assembly where I got to see the whole community in one place at one time in the gym. And then the afternoon with normal classes. So my first classes at the school were with grade threes. I had two grade three classes back to back in the gym. Now that was something new to, for me as well. I haven't had a gym for the past five years when I was in Singapore. If you've been following along at the website, you will have known that uh, my gym was outdoors. So to actually have a gym was um, something that was very, very exciting. However, with that comes challenges. Um, it's a double-sized gym. There's a, a blue curtain divider, which I'm sure a lot of people who have uh, double gyms will have seen before. So, you know, there's another class going on next door and, and that curtain doesn't really stop the sound. So, There's going to have to be some modifications to the way that I teach, the way that I give instructions um, to students um, to make sure that teaching is successful. And and today already um, that's happened and I used something that I haven't used at all in the past probably five or six years, which is a whistle. I never used a whistle at my time in Singapore, Um, but today I used a whistle and I I saw something online um, on Twitter a few days ago which I thought would be a perfect thing. So in using the whistle was, the idea was that if I blow the whistle once, that means stop, look and listen. Doesn't mean come towards me, which I know elementary kids love to do. Um, But if I blow that whistle once, you don't need to come to me. It just means stop, look at me and listen because probably it's going to be just a quick um, piece of information or a quick rule change or something quick and then we'll be back into the game. If I blow the whistle two times, that means stop what you're doing, stop the game and come to me and we'll gather as a class. I'm going to try and use that uh, strategy or technique um, in the classes, especially in the gym when there's another class going on next 
door um, and hopefully that will help the students to know because I imagine that there's going to be times when I'm going to have to get the students in really, really close um, in a small group and really give them those instructions in, in, that, in that small group rather than being able to shout across the gym if there's another class going on. So I'm already day one with students, I've changed a little bit about my teaching um, with a new routine. So I think it's going to be more challenging for me to remember that routine than the students. Um, so yeah, I had the grade threes first up and the whole focus was going to be on team building and cooperative games. And I had a plan for how that was going to go. Um, and after the first lesson, I changed it. So my plan with the grade threes was um, to do these cooperative games. Now, um, as I said, the first lesson, it, it went okay. Um, there were some things that I loved about it. There were some things that I didn't love about it. Um, and that's the thing. That's one of the benefits of, of teaching classes um, back to back is um, the second class, I definitely made some modifications in terms of the activities that we did. So we started um, both classes with a game of rock, paper, scissors, baseball. So as soon as the students entered the gym, we started that game straight away. I quickly told them the rules and away we went. It's a really fantastic game to get the kids moving, um, to get them engaged and to start um, seeing, you know, who's able to, to follow instructions. And, and that was done through through a number of ways. The first um, version of Rock, Scissor, Paper, Baseball, if you don't know the game, um, is basically you set up a diamond, um, all the students start together at the, at the start, and Rock, Paper, Scissor, if you win, you move to first base. If you don't win, then you find somebody else and you keep going until you do win. Now that's level one of the game. You try and make your way around the bases every time you get back to home, you score a point. Um, and level two, and this is the interesting one that I always try to do, is you always see the, the students that maybe have a little bit of difficulty in following the rules, especially in an elementary setting. Um, level two is if you win, you get to move forward a base. If you lose, you move back a base. Now, this is where um, you start to see those students in your class who you may have some issues with in terms of their ability to follow rules and, and follow um, fairly in games. And you notice that those students who don't move back when they lose, um, and you see them looking around, um, so that's always, a, it's a fun game, but there's also some learning in there and it's a, it's a way of formatively assessing students and sort of starting to find out who those characters may be in your class. So we did that first. Uh, the first grade three class, we did um, a game uh, called Robot Tag, or sorry, Robot, Robot Control or Robot Lab, and that's from the Open Phys Ed modules. Um, I'll talk a little bit about, about Open Phys Ed another time but that's another great um, game students are having to give instructions listen to instructions follow instructions so again formatively assessing the students are having fun they're having a great time but you as a teacher are already starting to see uh, some of the personalities of students who can follow instructions who has difficulty following instructions so everything we do in that sense is uh, or I did today in that sense was more about having a bit of fun but also starting to understand the kids and get to know the kids a little bit so those were the first two games. Uh, we did a little bit of um, a group juggle activity. Now, this didn't work so well with the grade threes. The idea behind this activity was having the students stand in a circle. You throw and catch a ball, so I throw it to another student. I call their name. They catch it. They call another student's name, and so on, until everybody has touched the ball in the circle. Now, once this has happened at level one, level two is you now... Um, move everybody around in the circle, you mix everybody's positions up, but the challenge is to still pass it to the same person that you threw it to before, 
um, and so you keep the same order. Once you can do that with one bowl, then you add a second bowl or a third bowl if things work. Now, this didn't work so well with the grade threes. They had a really difficult time remembering who it was that they threw it to and who they had to throw it to next. We went over it a few times and they just couldn't seem to get it. However, it wasn't um, such a terrible thing because we used it as a learning experience and actually worked really well with what had happened and, and what had been spoken about in the assembly. Um, the deputy head of the school had spoken in the assembly about the idea of um, taking risks, trying things, and if things didn't work, you know, not feeling deflated, but trying again. So I was able to use that message, um, and we talked about it, and we came, we decided as a class that that would be a challenge that we would try to accomplish at some point this year. Um, we would try it again and see if we were able to do it. So although the students were getting a little bit frustrated with each other, it was a good teaching moment. We were able to have that conversation um, and start talking about challenge and start talking about, you know, that we're not always going to be successful at things. So I didn't try that with the second class because um, we realised that it wasn't, I realised that it wasn't working so well. Um, maybe for grade three it was a little bit too um, difficult. So instead we did um, a crossing the river activity where they used hoops to try and get from one side to the other with that second class. So I'll have to go back and do that with the first grade three class to make sure that they get that as well. So being able to reflect um, upon that first lesson really quickly between that first lesson and the second lesson and make those changes on the fly was really really useful and, and you know it's something that I always try to do in my teaching is reflect on you know what worked what didn't work and what can I change about it next time in the afternoon after the grade three classes I had grade five DPA now DPA daily physical activity is something that's mandated here by um, the provincial government in British Columbia so it's something that's brand new to me um, but from from what I've been told by other teachers, basically how it works at the school is this. Um, as the PE teacher, I would take all of the students in the grade level. So today was grade five, there are 64 students, three classes. It's the biggest grade level in uh, the elementary school. Uh, all other grade levels have two classes, so this will be the most kids that I'll ever see. Um, so I took all 64 and I went with another teacher, so there'll always be a classroom teacher with me with those 64 kids. Um, and the idea, I think, um, from history, and it's gonna be interesting to see whether this is something, I think at the start of the year I'm gonna continue with um, how it's been done in the past, and then as I get to understand it better, I can start thinking about how best to use that time with a large group of students. Um, but traditionally it's been uh, the types of activities that maybe are not part of the PE curriculum, but are still physically active. So today's idea was we went out into the North Forest. Now I've talked about the North Forest before. At the school, we're super lucky to have over two kilometers of trail networks through a forest that is attached to the school. So we took the students out as a group of 64 students and we just walked the, the trail network um, with a couple of the other teachers. Now it was a fantastic opportunity for me to get to know some of the students, start chatting with them, um, and for them to start asking me questions now being from Australia. It was really interesting that a lot of the students asked me where I was from. I told them Australia. I asked, who's been to Australia? And I think of the 64 kids in grade five, only two of them had been to Australia, which was a really interesting thing. I, I, I guess I expected uh, more of them to have been there, but then I have to remember that it is almost 24 hours away via um, via plane. So um, we went out to the forest. We talked about respecting the forest. We talked about before we left, um, making sure that we were being safe and you know there is there are there are a family of deer that live in the forest there is a bear that often goes through that forest and eats the berries so we talked about what to do in case of a bear sighting um, and we talked about disrespecting the forest and that we can use the trails we can also go off trail if we see something that's interesting but being able to respect 
and not destroy um, the habitat. So that was really, really fun. We had students picking berries. Um, they were very kind to give me a few berries, which was really nice. Um, some blackberries that are in season here. Um, so that was good. It was good to get out and be active. Before we went, we talked about um, that idea of physical literacy, that even getting out for a walk in the forest can be um, a really fantastic lifetime physical activity and something that I enjoy doing with my family um, and it's something that can be a really enjoyable part of being physically active um, a long time into your future. So um, yeah, that daily physical activity space most of the time is in the afternoons. Um, I see every grade level in the afternoon for that. So that's something that I'm going to have to give a bit of thought to. Large scale physical education is not something that I've had to do um, much in the past. So it'll be interesting to think of some different ideas. If you have some ideas about um, types of things to do with large groups in terms of um, a group of 64 students with three teachers, I'd be more than happy to hear about it. Just hit me up on Twitter at PENathan. Um, and let me know your ideas. I know there are a lot of people in the US who often deal with large class sizes. So that would be a huge help if you have any um, advice for that. So for today, I guess that's a bit of a recap of the day. It was a fantastic first day. I'm super excited about the year ahead. Um, I think it's gonna be a fantastic year. I'm really excited about the school and I feel like it's been a really good move and a good choice for me to come to this school. Um, so until tomorrow, I'm Nathan Horn from iPhysEd. This has been the Daily PhysEd for Tuesday, the 5th of September. And until tomorrow, stay happy, stay active, and we'll talk to you soon.